This is Culture Communication and Brand Moments with Shelby Joe Long, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Culture Communication and Brand Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Shelby Joe Long. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm Shelby Joe Long. I'm Senior Vice President of the Strategic Advisor Board and CEO of Business Dynamics. And I love hosting podcasts because I have the opportunity to talk to entrepreneurs that have started businesses out of their genius, out of their expertise, to help inspire you to think about your expertise a little bit differently. And today, I am really excited for this interview because Leanna and I are involved in a couple of different ways. Uh, first of all, we're both in Montana, so we're practically neighbors, even though we're not in the same town. But then we work together in a couple of different ways. So I want to introduce Leanna Schwind with Yellowstone Pharmacy of Forsyth. And I'm going to have her introduce herself, and then we're going to talk a little bit about her entrepreneurial journey. So welcome, Leanna, to the interview. Thank you for having me, Shelby. I'm super excited to be on your podcast. So yeah, my name is Leanna and I am a second generation pharmacist. So I don't know that I get to take complete credit for my genius establishing what is now Yellowstone Pharmacy of Forsyth, um, as my parents did quite an amazing job of that. Um, but I hope that I got to bring a few out-of-the-box ingenious um, type services and products to kind of help take us to the next level. And I just in our limited interaction, I think you have started to not, not modernize pharmacy, but maybe just kind of update and have us think about what that does a little bit differently. And it is quite a, it's a challenge to be an entrepreneur and you did step into that role. So yes, you was helped by your parents and maybe influenced by your parents, but you were the one that did that too. So talk to us about that journey. Talk to us how you discovered, you know, cause you graduate from pharmacy school, you have these skills. What made you want to go into the private business other than work for somebody else? Yeah, I've. That's always been my path. Um, you know, I really never did want to work for anybody else. I wanted to be a leader um, and to be able to implement things quickly without having to go through um, the corporate triage and, and yes or no, you can do this, but you can't do that, um, where things are benchmarked a little bit differently as well. You know, after college, um, I was a little nervous coming back and stepping into the pharmacy um, just because there's kind of a paradigm of, well, this is how it's always been. This is how we do things. Um, but the profession has changed so much. The way that the industry was, you know, 30 years ago is a completely different model. You know, you used to see cash pricing charts hanging on the walls. And now there's all this confusion around insurance and premiums and donut hole. And then the whole industry itself um, has just really changed with um, pharmacy benefit managers. So, you know, it really became a question of where can I add more value 
where can I do that in service? Where can I do that in product? And where can I do that in people and our community? So that's kind of where it all stems for me. Yeah, because it it's a whole lot more than just giving out prescriptions. There's a there's a whole there's a whole community involvement. There's there's you know the support systems. There's all those things connected. And I think you have some really interesting interesting beginnings to a lot of those things. Can you can you tell us a little bit more about some of those systems that you're putting together? Yeah, you know, one of the first things I did when we came back was this concept of medication synchronization or MedSync. Um, very common in pharmacy now, but basically where you work to align patients' prescriptions to all come due at the same time every month. So that way they're not having to make multiple trips to the pharmacy. You can incorporate things like medication therapy management when they come in that one time a month for their maintenance meds, um, you know, help look for overprescribing or underprescribing or, you know, help make referrals for labs and that sort of thing. Uh, then came immunizations. Um, so that was a newer thing when I first graduated as well. So to be able to bring, you know, another resource into the community where patients can go get immunizations um, has been really great. You know, obviously um, staying open through the COVID pandemic, um, you know, never did close our doors. Um, curbside service, delivery, you know, whatever it took um, to help serve our patients and, you know, all the laws that are adjusting to, to make pharmacist providers in that space a little bit as well. Um, other things, you know, diabetes education, we have an accredited program for that. Therapeutic shoes, pharmacogenomic consulting, um, just an array of things that we're, we're trying to bring in really to increase access for rural health care. You know, especially in my area of Montana, people have to travel long distances to get to the big city of Billings, where a lot of these services and providers are. But to be able to be an outlying destination for all those things has always been in my big vision. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, you unpack so many things in there. I want to go back to the, like the COVID, the COVID time and the pivoting and the adjusting that your pharmacy had to do during that time to best serve the patients. Was that, was that, I mean, it was obviously nothing that we anticipated to happen. Was that, were those adjustments pretty easy or were they more challenging because you had to follow, I'm sure the rules and regulations with pharmaceuticals increased during that time too. So did it make it more challenging to serve the patients or did it tighten the relationship? You know, a little bit of both. It, you know, there's always that initial, well, what are we going to do? And, and first and right. foremost, well, I have to keep my employees safe as well. Um, so there was that piece of it, but you know, really, we just, we did, we made the best of it. I remember it was kind of coming during Easter. And so we were literally putting together baskets for people, putting our, you know, our gifts online on Facebook and saying, let us build your basket. We'll deliver it curbside, you know, pick curbside pickup available. Um, so we, we did a lot of things like that. We did their shopping for them. We made sure they had access to their vitamins, their supplements, and their prescriptions. So, um, you know, we that is a great thing about 
an independent business as well as you can make adaptations pretty easily, easily. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I, I feel like we, we did our best during that time for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And just to, just to give people some idea, our listeners, some idea that the, the town that we have the pharmacy in is 1500 people. Is that correct? Yeah, that's about right. It's like, it's small town, but you're also a center for a lot of rural communities for people to come in and get their medications and to visit the doctor. So it's a, you're kind of a central hub. I'm in Billings, which is not far away, but it still is a lot closer. You're a lot closer to a lot of those rural communities right? where there's the lack of access and the ability for you to... I imagine the relationships that you develop over that time is, is very, it's just, it's part of, part of the whole business is those. Yeah. That's really, you know, when people ask me, well, what, what made you want to come home or, you know, why this route versus another route? A lot of it does have to do with those relationships. I can remember, you know, being on the basketball court in high school and looking into the stands and just thinking, wow, look at all these people here that are just neighbors or grandparents, you know, maybe don't even necessarily have a relationship tie or a family tie to someone on the court, but they're here, that community sense. And that's when I just kind of decided, you know, I want to contribute back to my community and, you know, keep grandparents in the stands longer out of the nursing home longer um you know just all that kind of thing so yeah it's a really great thing yeah investment in the community and you're already part of that community and to be able to further support them that's that's the joy of being an entrepreneur is that you can you can do that right so let's talk a little bit more so we i'm kind of excited about your diabetes education i know you're so passionate about it can you talk a little bit about that project and why it's so important to you yeah so i was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes about 11 years ago now um and going through college diabetes is always my favorite subject to learn about there's so many medicines it's so cool it's so multifactorial and then all of a sudden i got the type 1 diabetes it's like well this turns out isn't so cool after all but you know <laughs> right. it, it kind of started my journey along this path of well i know what diabetes is i know how to treat it i know you know the risk factors some causes you know all these different things um, but I didn't know how to live with it, let alone thrive with it. And so that's when I was first referred to a diabetes educator. And I came out of one appointment knowing so much more that I didn't even know I didn't know and how important it is to support people with diabetes in this aspect. Um, and so that's kind of where the passion stemmed for me. I did bring in an, a, an accredited program to be able to educate patients um, within my pharmacy as well, but again, um, pretty limited to who I can serve. And so just really looking to take that to the next level and reach as many people as I can. Yeah, it's not, I mean, I'm becoming educated about it too. So it sounds, it sounds like there's a, there's a, a gap there and one that you're very passionate about teaching and educating and helping people understand those challenges. And, and 
I don't know. That seems to be a lot more. It just adds to that expertise level for you to be able to serve your patients in multiple ways or serve, yeah. serve your customers in multiple ways. Yeah, absolutely. It is, you know, diabetes education is to me very underutilized um, for a number of reasons. You know, there are some, some barriers there, but you know, what can we do to help patients want to invest in themselves really? And ultimately have a, a wonderful quality of life and, you know, know that they can truly thrive while living with diabetes. So, yeah, I think, you know, getting the information out there um, at their fingertips is just, you know, it's been on my mind a long time. Um, but now I just feel like it's the time to kind of push through um, some of those barriers that I've been facing um, and just do it. So, yeah, it's really exciting. I think it I is <laughs> yes yes <laughs> that's where I'm, I'm excited about that project to work with you on that I think it's going to be a lot of fun and it's something that's so needed that yes. it's just, it's just it's incredible and you're so passionate about it I think that's that's something that has that is the most fulfilling is to be able to transform someone's lives when it's when it's your journey too I think that's so key so I'm excited to get more into that more on that to come we'll have a whole other podcast about that Yes. I wanted to ask you in your journey of being an entrepreneur and taking over the pharmacy, what have been a few of the challenges that you have discovered in the journey of, of the identity of the Yellowstone Pharmacy, you as the CEO, what are some of the challenges that you've run into in that journey? Yeah, gosh. You know, just like I've kind of mentioned before in my industry in, in general, there's a lot of barriers. I feel like I feel like independent pharmacies are not necessarily given any kind of edge or favor, but I'm really proud of independent pharmacy. You know, despite all that, I mean, we are all still here and we are all still banding together and thinking outside of the box and coming up with bigger and newer things. So you know, having that kind of resilience, I would say, um, is one thing I've noticed right off the bat being, you know, not just the manager kind of implementing or following through with expectations, but now having to be the leader and be the one, um, you know, leading by example, but also sure. expecting follow through. Um, you know, I did come to my hometown, so I'm, I'm the ba I'm one of the babies yeah. <laughs> of, of my crew. You know, my parents did just build an amazing atmosphere. Um, you know, we have great retention and these people are my family. Like there's just nothing else I can say about that. They're, they're wonderful. So, you know, earning their respect and earning their attention um, is something that's that's a priority for me. Um, so yeah, coming in as kind of one of the younger ones. Um, I was a little worried, but it has been great. I, I just have the best crew. Well, you have such a great support system and a great strong foundation to come into, but then also a place where you can experiment and grow and do what you're passionate about. And I think that's, that's a gift of being an entrepreneur is being able to do that. So that's, yeah, absolutely. One of my mentors actually said, Leanna, if you're going to fail, fail fast. And I think <laughs> I've done that a few times on a few projects. So. <laughs> 
you know, you always learn something from a failure. So it's uh, exactly. not a failure. It's a learning opportunity. Yep. Absolutely. Change the way that we think about that sometimes. Yep. Well, what, Leanna, what advice would you have for a listener that is maybe thinking about pursuing entrepreneurship? Gosh, I would just say, you know, be resilient, be relentless, and and at the same time, take time for self-care. Um, I've, I've hit burnout, I think at least twice, <laughs> you know, since <laughs> yeah. uh, extreme burnout, I should say, um, you know, stress, um, and everything like that. So it that piece um, for me does need to bump up on the priority list. So that's something I would suggest to everyone else as well. <laughs> and on top of that, you have three beautiful children that are young and active and a husband and a family. And so all of those things, that balance, I think is really key. And I think that's an important piece of advice is to got to have time for yourself. Yeah, so. absolutely. You got it. <laughs> looking forward to learning more about that. I think it's entertaining and something to note that you're just down the road from uh, me in Montana, but uh, we met in Nashville. I know. <laughs> so. I know. Who would have ever thought it? <laughs> Go to Nashville to meet, but I'm glad we did. <laughs> me too. Me too. Well, Leanna, where can our audience find information about you and your upcoming programs and where can they find you? Yeah, sure. Um, so yellowstonepharmacy.com, you'll find all my um, business things there. You can also follow me on all social media as Yellowstone Farmer, that's with a PH. Um, so yeah, um, email anytime, um, yellowstonerx at gmail.com. Looking forward to seeing your business grow and thrive and have your passion for diabetes education and other education pursuits really hit the market. I think it's, it's going to make a big difference. So yeah. I'm yeah. Let's do it. excited for all the things to come. Well, Leanna, thank you for coming on the interview today and inspiring our audience to think a little bit differently about their expertise and how they can create a business out of it. So thanks again. Awesome. for coming. Thank you for having me. And we will see you next time when we talk to another entrepreneur that has created a business out of their expertise to inspire you to think differently about your expertise and the impact you can make in the world. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Culture, Communication, and Brand Moments with your host, Shelby Jill Long. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we will see you on the next episode.